God, are you recording already? Yes. Welcome to the media boat. Hi. Um, uh, today's caught me off guard. It is January the 6th. Caught me unawares. Wednesday. Unaware? Unawares? Unaware. Sure if that's plural. Um, You're only one unaware. Hi. So uh, if you haven't listened to us before, I'm Matt and he's Mike. I'm Mike. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, this is the media boat. It's a boat full of media. We're here to talk about uh, some a, movies. A boat full. Well, actually, not a boat full of movies. No, not just movies. T- movies, TV, music, games, and some highlights at CES. I got myself some water. The I'm ready to talk. Electronic. Yes, the consu- Consumer Electronics Vegas. Show. Uh, we also have a bit about music. We have the Coachella lineup uh, for you to talk about. I have a fun little game that I think I'm going to do with you later, but... Uh, when we talk about that. We also have uh, some games we played, you know, some, some TV shows we watched. We're getting back into TV shows. Yeah. New and, seasons, uh, returning seasons. Yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. So, uh, right, so, so you saw some movies, sir. Yes. You I saw, saw some movies. A couple of I went cinema. A, I went on a date night with my girlfriend. Ew. Uh, we saw two movies. Mm. First movie we saw was. Concussion. Concussion, uh, starring Will Smith's accent. Yes, and a surprisingly well-acted Will Smith. I have heard this. You're not the first one to tell me that. I forgot Will Smith can act. Yeah. He's not just yelling and good-looking. <laughs> Academy Award winner, Will Smith. Yes, for Ali, right? Yes, I believe he won for that. Yes, he won for Prince Ali. And Gloriousy. Yes. Oh, Molly uh, blah, blah. <laughs> No, I, I butchered that. Yeah, you ass. did. Uh, uh, Ali, that movie about Muhammad Ali. Yes. Has nothing to do with Aladdin. No, it has everything to do with the boxer. Besides the Middle East. Not even. Muhammad. His name was Cassius Clay. I know, and then he converted to Islam. Yes, and yes. he became Muhammad. Ding, 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 ding. And that's your review of Ali. <laughs> but we're not talking about Ali. We're, we're talking, talking about, about concussion. Will, yes, concussion. Will Smith. Right. Excellent job. I assume he had to do a lot of studying because some of the, some of the I forgot we're explicit. Some of the shit he was talking about <laughs> was goddamn insane. Yeah, use that explicit tag. Now, yes, I'm going to use that explicit so, tag. So medical terminology, right? I knew nothing of the sort. You referred to it before we recorded as a doctor movie. Yes, it is a doctor movie. Doctor movie. Doctor movie. <laughs> how how's my patient? Doctor movie. Doctor movie. Terminal, apparently. Ah, uh, no. So so, so Will Smith is good in it. Will Smith is good in it. Do you think Alec Baldwin is pretty good? Alec in it. Baldwin's in that movie. Yes, I did not know that. Alec Baldwin is in it as okay. Well, the movie revolves around the Steelers, and basically the big mean which are a football team. Yes, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're a big mean football team in the late eighties. Oh, big mean. That basically they bash heads. They were the mean guys. Well, turns out that bashing your head is a pretty bad thing. Yeah, um, hence the title of the movie. Yes, concussion. Anyways, it's about Will Smith's character discovering this disease that that affects mainly football players because they bang and bash their heads against their helmets. And to be more specific, it's not the concussion. The concussion existed before. It was getting multiple concussions, right, and the long-term effects of that. Right, the long-term effects of concussion concussion throughout basically the life of a football player. A football player's career. Yeah, from when they were young to high school to – professional going up against 60 mile an hour headbutts every day yes anyways fast butts yes anyways that movie is great if you're a doctor 
<laughs> it's great if you want to know more knowledge it's about a giant inventions. asterisk. Yes. Great if you have a medical degree. Yes. Great if you love uh, sports and you want to know why we now have the concussion protocol. Mm. Um, why everybody, all those rugby players in Europe, think we're sissies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also has a subplot subplot of American Dream and standing up for what you believe in. Because it's a movie. Yes, because it's a movie and it needs more plots. And it, yeah, it needs needs a needs a couple of things going on in the background too. Yes. <laughs> Overall, real interesting. Cool. Yeah, uh, if you happen to catch it, I suggest watching it. You know. Over under on uh, Will Smith getting an Academy Award nod. Think it's gonna happen? I think he'll get it. Yeah, I think he'll at least get nominated. I think he'll at least get nominated. He won't win. He probably won't win because I think, from what I've heard, Leo has that in a lock. Yeah, that's what now. we think. We it, always think that. Because it's always true. But that never happens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Will Smith is good in this movie. Check it out for Will cool. Smith. <laughs> a second movie I saw. Hashtag Fresh Prince. Hashtag Fresh Prince. Yes. A second movie I saw. second movie you saw. Was Star Wars for the third time. You already saw Star Wars, but this was Star Wars again. Yes, this is Star Wars Episode 7. It hasn't changed. It hasn't I saw changed. It again. <laughs> really? You th- yeah, I, th- I thought it would change. Like, you would go and see it at the, for the third time. It would be a completely different Star Wars movie. Oh, I wish. Right? It's like, <laughs> you see, it's like you're seeing it fresh for the first time. Just wait until uh, this December. There's another Star Wars movie. Rouge 1. It's not Rouge, Rouge, Rouge 1. It's actually just about a Jedi putting on makeup. Yes, Rouge great. 1. I want to see that movie. Uh, it's called Rogue One. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's not coming out till but later. That's not important right now. Uh, no, what is important <laughs> is how much money Star Wars is making. All right, so it's over Titanic, right? It is currently over Avatar. Really? It finally Domestically. Did it? Domestically. Domestically. I'm talking internationally. Internationally, no. I thought it beat Titanic. Uh, yes. Internationally. Yes. Internationally. So it's second place. Yes. Internationally, in the global box office, is currently at second place. All right. What's the number? Can you pull that up? I can pull that up. Yes. Because I'm curious. I haven't seen the numbers as of uh, t- like today. By the way, time of recording, we're t- recording on Wednesday, the sixth of January. So this will probably be out of date when you hear it. But to us, this is new. As of right now, the Star Wars Force Awakens, uh, as a total of. One point five million. No, billion. Yeah, billion. I said billion. Billion. You said million. Oh, yes. Billion with a B. One point five billion all-time worldwide. All-time worldwide. So that puts it in second place overall. No, no. Currently, right now, it is fourth. What? Yes. Jurassic World. I heard. Jurassic World has one point six. Okay, so it's got to catch up. It's going to say that after this weekend because it opens Ah, in China this weekend. You're right. Okay. It opens in China this weekend, which is a huge market. Mm Assuming it's gonna reach another eighty million in that hall, that's and basically what put Avatar over the top, right? So yes, when it came out in China. Yes, when it came out in I China. remember this. Okay, cool. Yes. So this weekend's the time to t- that that will determine yes. this. No, this is what this is what I'm talking about when I say it's came number one. In twenty days, it has amassed over seven hundred and sixty million dollars domestically, <laughs> putting it over Avatar's total run. That's crazy. Avatar was in theaters right. for seven months and had to reach $760 million. Star Wars has been in theaters for 20 days and hits that. Yeah, I was actually reading. This reminds me of something I was reading earlier in the week. Somebody was basically asking the question, why, if Avatar is the most like money-making movie of all time, 
why doesn't it have the cultural impact cultural impact of something like Star Wars? And I didn't actually read it. That's all I saw was the like, I know the what you're talking about, yes. But I wonder if it's because it was so much more successful worldwide than it was domestically. So maybe we're talking about something that hasn't affected U.S. culture. The yeah, other th- maybe that's a different conversation. No, the conversation is that Star Wars has had seven movies well, that too. to amass this universe. Avatar has only had one. But it's, I was just thought it was interesting a little interesting thought experiment because you're like, this thing has made so much money. That means you could probably do the math and figure out a certain percentage of people living on this earth have seen that movie, right? Yes. So how come we're not talking about Avatar all the time? Avatar was not that good of a movie, though. Yeah, I guess, but... Yeah, it's but that what makes it kind of something interesting to think about is what does that what does those what do those numbers mean? But okay, box office wise, I think you might want to look more at ticket sales well, yeah. as to what makes a cultural impact. Yeah, Avatar cheated in a lot of ways because you have 3D with IMAX, you have yes. so many extra factors going into those ticket prices. And it was in the height of 3D. It was basically you have to go out and see. I'd this argue movie that it 3D. wasn't even in the height. It was start. It was what started. The Right. It started the trend. Yeah. Because it was 2009, right? Yeah. Dece- November 2009? Dece- yeah. December 2009? One of those? Right. It was either late 08 or 09. It was 08. No, it's, no, it's, 09. it's definitely 09. It was because, 09. Because I, didn't, um, because I didn't see it, I think, ja- until January 2010. Right. Because Avatar went up against Hurt Locker. Right. Year, yes. And James Cameron lost the right. best picture to his wife. Former wife, ex-wife. For, uh, ex-wife, yes. Yes, the former wife. Right. Former Mrs. Cameron. And she deserved it. That Hurt Locker is a good movie. Yes. I enjoyed but, that movie. Yes. It was a big blow to James Cameron. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty, not so much. No. I, I saw Zero Dark Thirty uh, on a Blu-ray, and it was just not as impressive. Maybe maybe I should have seen that in the movie theater. Uh, it's, yeah, you probably should have seen it in the movie theater. It's more yeah. like with... Um, what, they have a movie that just came out with the Bradley Cooper. Oh. The Shooter? Not, not Shooter. The American Sniper? American Sniper, I yeah. didn't see American Sniper either. Yeah, I feel like it's a movie in the theater where that's all you're focused on, so you're more indulged into the plot than something all you right. would see um, on TV. Video, you just tune out. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, yes, yeah, Star Wars. Keep sending, it, keep sending Disney your money. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so I still have to give them my money. I'll give you money if you go see it. Um... I'll go, I'll go see, see it with movie. you. I should see that movie. You should. Anyways. Anyways, okay. moving on. Um, CES happened. Are you going to skip to that? No. Two main movie things happened in oh, CES. Oh, we're going to talk about movie stuff. Yes. So, movies. Uh, first thing that got announced was via Marvel and gar- regarding Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right. Is that the official name of that thing? Uh, yes, they have official, uh, there's no marketing for it, but everything they put out is said volume volume two. two. Yes. Uh, the reason why I ask is because I had a moment where at the movie theater, I was over at the Irvine Spectrum the other day looking at the, the, the posters and there's a poster outside for the Zoolander sequel in which they refer to that movie as Zoolander number two, as if it's a fragrance. Yes. And I didn't know if that was the official name. Because this is the first time I had seen it stylized that way. Is it actually called Number 2? Or is it called just Zoolander 2? I have seen it as <laughs> 200 Lander. <laughs> Zoolander 2. I get it. Yes. 
Zoolander 2. Right. Zoolander number two, The Fragrance. Right. And I think... I just think it's... And I think Zoolander sequel. It makes so much more... I like the number two. I like number two. Yes. That fits that movie really well. Like a fragrance? Yeah, because that's funny. Yeah. I, I think that that should be... I was like, yeah. I think they're just going to call it Zoolander 2, but in the marketing, it's all okay. Zoolander number two. Because, yeah, I, I looked at that thing and I nodded. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds right. Yes. That's models. Accurate. Yeah, it's from models. So, anyways, yes. So, uh, anyways, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Volume 2. Yes. Will be shot in 8K. That's twice 4K. Yes. Currently, your movie projector puts out at Digital Cinema 4K, Sony Standard. Yes. This will be shot using Digital Cinema Company Red and their new 8K camera. Uh, now... Yes, I know. Should you, you disclose some information right now? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. This is all online. Okay. No, I'm. I'm just saying for bias purposes. Well, I'm not biased. Full disclosure. Okay. Full disclosure. <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. I am sitting in my underwear. <laughs> not exactly what I'm going for. Okay. Yeah. Other full disclosure. I just happened to work at. Red Digital Cinema. He is employed by Red Digital Cinema. I want him to say that now. So that way there isn't some other issue of bias here. No, I'm not biased. I am excited. Yes. You're excited as a fan of film, not excited as an employee of Red. Yes, I'm excited that, <laughs> one, we're finally getting a full-length movie out in 8K. Yes. Um, currently, there's it's either 4K what Red does right now in 6K, which right. they shoot music videos in, right. and some movies. Right. Or IMAX, which is at 10K. Right, yes. To have, to have this movie shot in 8K means it's going in a smaller budget for a bigger experience. It no longer have to shoot everything in IMAX. Right. Because Red, as a company, is getting closer to getting an IMAX quality in a smaller package. Sweet. Because, yeah, that's the thing with uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy is they shot it like Star Wars, where most of it is traditional and then some 70-millimeter shots. Right. Mainly anything scenes. dealt with space. Yeah, they How did expansive in they want space systems to look, they shot in 70 millimeters. I recently watched it on Blu-ray. I rewatched the movie on Blu-ray on, yeah. on Christmas with my family, and I noticed that the Blu-ray keeps the aspect ratio right, just it as it was so it switches which tripped me out because it would be like kind of jarring in space in spaces where it would be like oh this thing was full screen and now it's letterboxed again right um, so if they can go if they're going for consistency that's good yes uh the dark knight rises <laughs> also that as does well. it as well yes because the majority of that was shot in imax right i remember a lot of the action so scenes it's, being yes in. and for me personally when I go to the theater, I personally choose IMAX. Although I do hate that IMAX is now doing um, select seating. Now is that every IMAX theater? Yes, as far as I've looked, Ugh. every IMAX theater is doing select seating. Right. Where when you buy your ticket, you get to choose where you sit. Right. I say fuck that. <laughs> buy your ticket, get to the theater early, get a seat. It's the way it's always been done. Don't <laughs> fuck with the system. Thank you, old man Nada. And, and thank you for explicit warnings. <laughs> I am using that to its fullest for now. Get off my lawn. Yes. Get off my chair, <laughs> IMAX patron. Get to the theater early. I IMAX patron? Yes. Is that somebody's name? Yes. Hi, Max. Hi, patron. Max. 
Get the theater early <laughs> if you want to see it in IMAX. In IMAX? Also, yes. That's the other IMAX. thing is that, is that IMAX, there's IMAX and there's LIMAX. What's LIMAX? Oh, is that just large format theaters? Yes. Or RPX? Yes. <laughs> LIMAX. Yes. You have to go to official IMAX website to get <laughs> to look up where the official IMAX yes. theaters are because there are, they will say large premium format, You'll which be is LIMAX. Not IMAX. It's just big. Yes, they just project it on a bigger screen. Anyways. Don't be fooled. Anyways. It's our PSA. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, shooting in 8K. Excited for that. Cool. Other thing that happened at CES is Netflix had a big publicity stunt. Well, <laughs> what do you call it a publicity stunt? I call it a publicity stunt. They call it a press conference special special. <laughs> Anyways, special. It, uh, Netflix Made revealed. Made up a thing. Yes. Netflix <laughs> revealed that. Yes. Over the course of a 30-day period, Adam Sandler's movie, Ridiculous 6, has broken every record Netflix has on that. In terms of viewership, ratings, and sign-ups just to watch that movie. Can I audibly groan louder? I think so. There. I saw those waveforms go up real high. I'm happy with that. I think you get one more. Keep going. Okay. All right. So, yes. But yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler, congratulations. No. We're not congratulating Adam Sandler on anything about that movie. Congratulations, Netflix, on doing a good deal. Financially, just, sure. Yes. Financially, it's a good deal. <laughs> Adam Sandler-wise, I... Ugh. Gross. Okay, I watched it. Gross. I know you didn't. I watched it. You fe- from, what I, from what Alex told me, you fell asleep to it. Yes. Yeah. It's funny in parts, but ultimately no. the story is flat and boring. No. No. That movie has issues. Besides the obvious issue. Besides the, uh, you know, the racism. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. So the less we talk about that movie, the better. Then shall we move on? So let's move on. To TV. To television. Stuff happened. We're back. TV is in full swing again. TV is back, guys. <laughs> that means our favorite show is back. TV is, well, one of many. One of many, yes. A couple of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. favorite shows. So, yes, uh, Fox made the questionable decision to start a comedy block on Tuesdays. I say questionable because it seems like whenever a network plays around, especially Fox, plays around with what night is their comedy night, all those shows die. So they did the exact thing this week. They moved some of their comedies from Sundays to Tuesdays, including um, their perennial favorite, New Girl. New Girl and also that off. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a show Which that we enjoy. second. That's, if you're not 100% sure what that is, that's the Andy Samberg Coppa vehicle, uh, which is pretty great. I initially wasn't super hot on it, and then I binged on, it, binged on the first season, and it's actually a pretty funny show. So, to those of you who don't like and, Andy, Andy Samberg, there's no convincing, because it's very him. Yes. He basically plays himself, because I don't think it's possible for Andy Samberg to play anybody else. At least I have yet to see it. <laughs> uh, he did, he did a, as well as a, he did a pretty well a uh, gay person in I Love You Man. I did not see I Love You Man. The fuck? What? I, th- I thought. I'm sorry. I thought, I, <laughs> I thought we watched it. No, we did not. I have not seen that movie. But I, I Love You Man. Oh, it's sweet, but I have not seen that movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Watch that movie, it's pretty good. Uh, no, uh, but that show yes. also, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, it's a favorite around here. Um, you know why they did it, right? What? They moved 
New Girl and Brooklyn Nine Nine in order to help their other two new shows. Yes, Grandfathered and, and uh, the is the Grinder there? Yeah, it's the Grinder. The Grinder, the Rob yes, Lowe, the Rob Lowe show grinder. that's I'm afraid of even seeing it because I think that name is terrible. It is. I feel like most people are just gonna s- just think about the app. That's all I think of when I think of Grinder now, which is bad. Oh. I think of Good Burger and throwing someone to the grinder. Oh, see, I just think of the app that uh, helps uh, gentlemen meet other gentlemen, which is totally cool. But it's like, that's all I can think of for that term now. So I don't know if just my brain is just broken. Your brain is broken. My brain is broken, which I already knew. But yeah, stuff gets moved around. I mean, this is TV we're talking about. This is TV. It happens all the time. I'm just happy that this is a uh, platform for more people to see Chelsea Peretti. Because Chelsea Freddy is my spirit animal. <laughs> and she also has a comedy special on Netflix. She's amazing. Which, which is also pretty amazing. I like her a lot. Yeah. She's going to marry Jordan Peele. I saw that. They're getting engaged. They're going to marry each other, and it's going to be perfect. So she's going to be Chelsea Peretti Peele? Oh, that'd be great. CPP. Hyphen it. CPP. Oh, you help. know me. <laughs> Make that happen, Chelsea. <laughs> Please, hyphenate. That'd be amazing. Chelsea Peretti Peel. Gonna happen. CPV. All right. All right. Um, other news. Other television. Other favorite of this house. Yes. So uh, a little show we love called Broad City got renewed today for two more seasons. But if that's not the most shocking part about that. Well, that is the most shocking. Actually, that's pretty shocking. The show is pretty great. Uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, uh, these two women, these two young women, Abby Jacobson and Alana Blazer, yes. uh, who started as a YouTube show, um, and then got picked up uh, by friend their friend a friendly neighborhood Amy Poehler, who decided to produce for them, sold the thing to Comedy Central, and now they've done two seasons of it. And it's basically these two women living in New York City doing New York City things, but it's absolutely hilarious. I think it's some of the best comedy on television from the last couple years. If you've not seen it. Watch an episode, give it a try, because I, I can't think of anything what's not to like about that show. Especially, I think, the second half of the first season and the entirety of the second season is pretty yeah, gold. Yeah, so the second season is pretty awesome. It starts slow. Um, I think I think the first couple episodes, they go too hard probably on the drug stuff, and they ease up on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, would reco- I would recommend that show. That show's great. And yeah. so, yeah, we're getting... Uh, Two more seasons of that, even beyond the current season, which will air uh, next month. Yes, in February we'll have season three. Yes. And then the announcement today is before season three even aired, it got picked up for two seasons. Yeah. So we get five seasons of Broad City. Yep. This will probably end after that. Hopefully they don't yeah, run into we'll the see. ground. Hopefully they don't run into the ground. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. And then your favorite. So, yes, uh, another show came back this week. Not for a traditional new season, but just because animated shows work weird and they have weird production schedules, especially if they're Cartoon Network shows. I have a uh, deep place in my heart for Steven Universe, uh, which if you're not familiar with the show, it's a story. It's a little science fiction-y kind of funny show about um, a young boy uh, who uh, is, has special powers given to him by an alien race called the Gems. And so he lives with these said gems, three of them, and they are his defenders and protectors. And they are on Earth to defend Earth from other evil gems that are attacking them and threatening Earth's existence. 
Uh, the show is unique in the way that it approaches family dynamics. Um, they're essentially Stephen's three moms, and and Stephen has a loving relationship between the three of them. There's uh, interesting like subplots about about that even go into some subjects like homosexuality. There's a very very deep hinted relationship that one of the gems is literally a fusion of two female identifying gems who are in a romantic relationship with each other and it's really really cool for a show ostensibly aimed towards children to kind of go into these heady themes it's very emotional emotionally driven there's really great music done uh the creator is actually somebody who used to work on uh, rebecca sugar she used to be a storyboard artist and songwriter for adventure time a lot of you probably know the work that she did. She wrote most of Marceline's songs in Adventure Time. And so pretty much everyone's favorite episodes of that show, you can thank Rebecca Sugar for that. And mm, Sugar. Wow. Uh, fun fact, uh, Stephen of the show is actually named after Rebecca, Rebecca Sugar's brother, Stephen Sugar, who actually works as a background artist on the show. So there's an actual person There's a named person named Stephen who works on Steven Universe. Also, the person is Steven Sugar. Isn't that a great name? That's an awesome name. It's a great name. name. But yeah, uh, so the show sweet. came back this week for um, five new episodes. Every episode, every ep- day this week, there was a new episode, uh, which the, the fans have lovingly referred to as a Steven bomb because this has happened twice in the past where they'll just randomly be like, I don't know, five episodes this week. Typically, it's a weekly show. Uh, right, every but- week, it's a 15-minute episode just like adventure time but this week they're just like ah screw it one every week or one every day this week so Steven universe does not follow a traditional sense of a series where it's one every week yeah it, it does and then it doesn't there'll be long swaths of time that there wasn't any new episodes like there hasn't been a new episode since i want to say september Some, sometime uh, last year yeah sometime in september or november it was a it was a long time coming so yeah the it the it has a very strong internet fandom um, that that relays this news to me, and so this is how I find this stuff out because Cartoon Network does zero work actually promoting their shows, so just like Nickelodeon has had issues with in the past. Animated shows are hard to market, and especially when yeah. they're like deep lore like that. Right, especially if they yeah, if they are shows like this that reward people that have stuck with it, as opposed to shows that are friendly to newcomers. Pick up and goes and yeah. stuff. Because right now, I mean, the, the the plot they're continuing this week is several episodes deep. And so if you weren't watching beforehand, you would have no idea why there's a character hanging out with them. And there's a bunch of spoilers I could go into. This week has been a week of revelation on the show. I'll tell you after the show something that happened in, in, in yesterday's episode because it was mind-blowing. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's a good show. Uh, I recommend if you like Adventure Time especially, give it a try. It its vibe is very similar um but even if you just like if you want to watch a cool action comedy show it's a real fun one yes yeah, so watch <laughs> even universe this yeah, week yeah it's fun it's fun new every day this week get Check get, get into that 5:30 eastern uh which means uh 2:30 uh 2:30 pacific all unless they delay it Unless they, they show up at 5.30. It might be 5.30 on both coasts. I don't know. Or you can just log on uh, log in onto their app or website with your cable provider and watch it there, which is what yes. I do. You can binge watch it. Yes. 
Anyways, as with all good TV shows, they must come to an end. And today is no exception. What do we have ending? We have the final, hopefully, farewell season of American Idol. Right. Uh, So, yes, tonight was the first episode. Yes, Um, I think they are, this is season 15? Of season 15, the final season of American Idol. Uh, so what's your, what's your relationship with the show? How, when was your heyday? Because I feel like there was always a, everybody that I know had a period of time where they watched American Idol. I watched it every day, when it was on, religiously. My family taped that show. But when did you drop off? I dropped That's the question. off. Yes, everyone has a drop off point. Because I have a drop off point. My drop off would have to be. I want to say season seven or eight with David Cook. That's he was the last good person that I saw on that that's show. That's about the same time I stopped watching as well. Uh, I kind of watched after the season after that, but I was never too into it because yeah. by that time, everyone on that show was either my age or younger. <laughs> and it trips you out. And it trips me out. I was like, you're my age, yeah. but I'm here and you're there. Yeah. I this I'm uncomfortable watching this. Yeah. So I decided to slowly <laughs> tune out and uh, not yeah. care. Yeah. So I watched. I was the same way, uh, except I didn't start from the beginning. I did not watch the first season of that show. I started watching that show midway through season two, so I saw the end of that season. So I saw Clay Aiken lose to to Rufus uh, Sutter. To Sutter. Then started watching full time season three with Victor uh, with uh, Fantasia Burrito. Fantasia Burrito. 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 Yes. So you missed the whole Kelly Clarkson? I missed Kelly Clarkson's year. Uh, Which is unfortunate because you have a... uh, Because circa 2004, Kelly Clarkson is one of my mega crushes. Uh, That's since since you've been gone video is uh, significant to my youth. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Um, You learned a lot about yourself that day. I learned a lot about myself in 2004. Anyways, uh, so... But I didn't start watching, like... I didn't start actually voting until 2005. Oh, we have uh, Alex. someone entering the apartment. Um, awkward. <laughs> that was fucking bullshit. Yeah, it is. Uh, so Alex went to the Ducks game. Alex and I went to, separately, but together, went to the uh, Anaheim Ducks hockey game tonight, and they lost very badly. 4-0, as I recall. Anyways, so back to American Idol. So, I actually voted. Uh, did you vote when you watched? I did not vote, but I told my mom and my sister yeah. who I wanted to vote okay. for. Okay, I and voted. They shared my votes. I voted, and uh, oh, fuck. oh, forgot about. <laughs> oh, so it was you. Uh, you're the oh. to blame oh. for no, some no, time. No, no, no. That. Right. Yes. I'm pretty sure he was the reason why they put the limit on it. <laughs> yes, because. Um, <laughs> but before. No, no. Well, anyway, Howard Stern is the reason because I know, he I know. went on his radio show and said it wouldn't be fun if we got this this Thought guy. Be hilarious, and he was right. Popular. It was hilarious. Yeah. However, for the people who were actually voting, like I was, it was kind of annoying. So. Especially because he went further than Chris Daughtry. Right. I which went. Is yeah. Terrible. That was that year. It was that year? That was the year I started voting, uh, because he came in second to Carrie Underwood, who won. Right. Uh, that was the first year I actually voted for Carrie Underwood, because I was younger then. Bo Bice came in second. Oh, Bo Bice came in second that year. That's Chris right. Daughtry was the year after that. No, no, that was the same year. I thought that was the same year. Was Chris Daughtry in third then? No, no, he was in 
fourth or fifth. Yeah. He purposely they purposely let him go Mm. because they knew he wouldn't win, and he wanted to go record his own album. And that was fair because he had a band. Right, and if he would have gone in, he already had a deal. Because he would have made top three, he would have been contractually obligated to stick with, I think it was Warner at the time. Yeah, that sounds right. But anyways, right. anyway, so that, that's another. So yeah, my m- but my cutoff point ultimately was a couple of uh, two seasons in a row. One was the season with Catherine McPhee, uh, who lost to the white-haired dude Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. Um, I voted a lot. For, I thought Catherine McPhee was the best thing ever. I still think she's adorable. Uh, I voted for her, and she lost. And then, okay. okay, and then the the. Then the, the year after that was the last year I watched. Uh, which was? Which was, I forget who won, because I stopped caring. Because my horse in the race, uh, curly-haired ha- Haley Reinhardt, lost. Was that the year of Jordan Sparks? Was that Jordan? No. I feel like Jordan Sparks was Jordan after Sparks David won after uh, won after uh, Taylor Hicks. Right. Because she was the last woman to win until years and years later. Right. Because basically after I stopped watching... It became the white guy parade, and a new white guy won every year. Right, I'm, I'm starting to write down the winners. So far, was, I'm, uh, I'm so far lost. Okay. Josh, what? It, Josh Turner? Was that one? No. No, I'm making I that have up. Kelly. Okay, so far I have <laughs> That's Kelly, a guy I made up. All right, so so far I have Kelly Clarkson. Low voice. Season dude. one. <laughs> Ruben Studdard, season two. Right. Fantasia Brino, season, season three. Three. Carrie Underwood, season four. Yes. Taylor Hicks, season five. Yes. And then I've kind of fluctuated between Jordan Sparks and David yeah, Jordan Cook. Sparks. Dave, then Dave, David Cook. Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks first. David, David Cook. Cook. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, who knows? White guy. I want to say Philip Phillips was Phillip? Phillips. No, first it was Chris. 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 Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. Yes. Chris Humphreys. Chris. Chris. Chris Adams. Who was the one who beat, uh... Yeah, Adam Lambert. Yeah. That's when I stopped watching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Lambert came in second, right? Right, Adam Lambert came in second because the world wasn't ready for a, uh... (laughs) A gay idol. A gay idol. Which is depressing. Yes. Don't worry, I let the world know. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, got it. Yeah. Since this isn't going to pick up on our recording, Alex is telling us that she called Adam Lambert's homosexuality to her friends before it was a big reveal. Apparently, yes. Because I saw him in the booth. Okay, so, yes. And I actually saw him recently on tour with Queen. Right. Amazing voice. That happened. Yes. Forgot. Love it. Uh, Yeah, so after Taylor Hicks was Jordan Sparks, (laughs) followed by David Cook. And you were right. It was Chris. Chris. Chris Allen. Chris Allen. That's the most like obvious name. That's like the plainest name in the world. Oh right. Oh yes. That was the year where they had double numbers for two different people. They had two different people, but the same number. So they Weird. had said we have to cancel out those votes. You all have to vote again. So, anyways, I have a tangent. Uh, before oh. we before we uh, finish up with American Idol. I have a story to tell. Well, I auditioned for American Idol. No way. Yes. 
you told me the story. But I know I've told you this already. Yes. I've told Alex this Tell already. everyone your but story. But the podcast people don't know. Yes. Tell everyone about your 10 seconds of fame. Uh, not really even. Uh, so I don't know if anybody listening to this has auditioned, uh, but it's, it's a rigmarole. They cattle you. It's just a big herd. So I participated out here in Pasadena, California. We uh, had it at the Rose Bowl, a famous stadium in which the Rose Bowl game happens. Home of the UCLA Bruins. Home of the UCLA Bruins. Uh, Go Bruins. Yes, go Bruins. I guess we're affiliating ourselves now. I am. Uh, so, <laughs> so. Rivalry. Anyways, so yeah, it, they, uh, it was pretty crowded. Basically, you have to go through a first round where everybody has to be heard. And you get a panel of three presumably producers. And I say that because you're told they're producers. But how many producers does that show have is my question. So I'm guessing people that they hire to be judges. And what they're really judging, of course, is your gimmick. Because you can be pretty good and they'll probably not let you go unless you have some sort of hook whether it be a story whether it be a thing that you brought with you there was a woman in our crowd who had a hula hoop on her and of course when i watched that show the following season hula hoop girl was on the footage because she had a hula hoop what do you know so we didn't we came without a gimmick uh i was with a couple of my friends and we just came songs in tow and just auditioned like a normal person would and none you of us nor me. Um, the one thing I do have to say is I sat next to Mr. Sanjaya in that stadium. Not because he was auditioning. Obviously, he could not because there are rules for that thing. Uh, but he was apparently helping a friend who was there with him uh, go through the audition process. So this was the year after Sanjaya This was the was year famous. directly after Sanjaya had been on the show. So I didn't know it was him at first until I looked over and I was like, Oh, I'm sitting next to Sanjaya. That's kind of weird. So yeah, that that's my that's my American Idol audition story. It's way harder than you think. That that does sound hard. I mean, that's the preliminary thing. Like beyond that, then there's like three other layers you have to get through. Just to see the actual TV judges. To even get there, you have to go through three like extra layers, like a dip. <laughs> to, to, get to, to, get wow, to get to the beans. To get to the beans. Well, we're not talking about the voice. We're talking, we're talking about, about American, American Idol, Idol because we're talking about how the final season started tonight. Yeah. We keep it relevant, man. Yep. Yes, Alex says the voice audition is bullshit Actually, because I don't know how much Alex. this picks up. Alex, go ahead, say that one more time. <laughs> I don't think the anybody voice heard. audition <laughs> was bullshit. It picked you up. So <laughs> yes, next time we, I guess when we talk about the voice, we, you can tell that story. Anyways, American Idol. So, yes. After we all stopped watching, should which we was prob- Chris Allen. Here's my question. For the sake of this podcast, should we watch this season of American Idol? No. I think we should. Okay, we should watch the top 24, I think. Top 12. Yes, thank you. We should watch when it becomes watchable. When it becomes because relevant. I don't know. I know this is opposite of how most people treat that show, but I cannot stand the auditions. I hate going through the auditions. Hate it. Picking someone and then going out because they can't I hate the second round. I hate audition Group. weeks. Yeah. I hate team week. I hate everything before Hollywood. I hate that they've expanded it between here's yeah. the boys, now here's the girls. Here's the boys and here's the girls. I like when that. they combine everyone, that's no, when we'll start watching. See, too. I like 
that because I, what I did in the last couple of uh, seasons I watched is I watched the girls' night and didn't watch the boys' night. We could do that. <laughs> because, I did the same thing, yeah, but reverse. So you watch the boys instead of the girls. Right. No, I always, because my horse, in the, whenever I voted, was always a woman. So I never had to watch the boys' night. So I just did. I guess we could watch. Well, this is for like another eight weeks. Right. So it'll be a while. Who was the girl that went up against um, um, Jen Davis? Who's the Oh, yeah. Uh, the one who ended up. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson. No. Latoya, jo- the white Latoya London. Oh, no, no. Um, Are you thinking about the girl Diana, who went up against... Uh, Diana DeGarmo. Yeah, Diana DeGarmo. She was the last girl. Who ended up doing something else. Uh, ended up being su- pseudo-famous afterwards. Um, right. But yeah. She was the last So anyways, at some point we may start watching that show. We'll talk about it if we do. Um, if not, I'm sure we'll hear stuff about it. So, um, yeah, so anyways. Yeah. Anyways. To, to round out the winners... When we stopped watching. <laughs> all right, so fact checking. Yes, we have fact checking here. So after we all stopped watching, where Chris Allen beat Adam Ugh. Lambert in the most awful way possible, <laughs> physically. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, season nine I don't know what winner you're about. is Lee DeWise. God, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Season ten winner Scotty McCreary. Oh, that's the guy I was trying to think of. I think Josh Turner is another country singer. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Where's Kristen? Also, uh, season 10 is when Pia Toscano was on. Oh, Pia Toscano. Yes, and she does the L.A. Kings right. um, national anthem every game. What was the year that they had? Uh... Every single game? Yes. No. Because she helped them win the 2012 Cup. Oh. Because she sang every game. Oh, got it. Good luck charm. Kind She's of a thing. good luck charm. Also, she likes hockey. And also, I sat next to her. Yes, Mike. <laughs> I remember this. Yes. I <laughs> how, sat next to How Pia did you say it? I remember because you were rubbing it in Mark's face. Yes. I sat next to Pia Toscano during yes. the uh, game four to the 2012 Stanley Cup finals. <laughs> Five rows off glass. And there's your 10 minutes of fame. And there's my 10 minutes of <laughs> rubbing elbows with the famous people. Not literally. That would be weird. No, no, no. Like, I, hey, literally Pia I literally rubbed elbows. I literally rubbed elbows because she was sitting right next to me. By the way, you, this doesn't play on the radio, but I'm – Doing a rubbing elbow. He's trying to rub my elbow with his elbow. Yes, half of a chicken dance. I'm a deranged mutant chicken right now. So after Scott McCreary, (laughs) season 11 is Philip Phillips. (laughs) Which will never cease to be. The most last card name there is. That is the most white name in the world. Philip, and he does country. He's the whitest man. I think they found the whitest man who has lived, and his name is Philip Phillips. After that, season 12 is the girl winner. Finally. Candace Lover. Yeah. Yes. IDK who that is. That is such a stripper name. Candace Glover? Because your name is Candace, you go by Candy. So her name is Candy Glover. Candy Glover? Candy Glover? Glover. Like Donald. Like Danny and Donald. Like Danny and Donald. Yes. She's one of those Fleur children. Fleur. Yes. Candy Glover. Candy Glover. Candace Yes. Then season 13. Season 13 is... Is uh, related to you, actually. No relation. No relation. Caleb Johnson, <laughs> no, no relation. relation, was named the winner. <laughs> Season 14. Last year. Last year. The Italian, apparently. Nick Fradiani. No way, another white dude? Yes. He's not Italian. Yeah? Yeah. Still white. So Nick <laughs> Fradiani 
one Gladiani. defeating. The difference between <laughs> between white people, Matt. You know that, right? Sure. Yes, right. but he defeated. Yeah, I look the same to me. <laughs> he defeated the second most white name out there. Yes. Clark Beckham. <laughs> Clark Beckham. Oh, was that second place? Yeah, that was second place last year. Clark Beckham. Bend it like. Bend it like Clark. <laughs> no, not not. Clark. All right, we can stop talking about American Idol. Now. Yes. Well, okay. We'll, we'll we'll watch it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, up next, CES. So yes, the Consumer Electronics Show started today. In Vegas, of all places. It's the place where all the, the electronic companies say, hey, look at these shiny new things that you can't own because it costs your entire, like, mortgage. Or $300. Like the Oculus Rift. Yes. Which I guess we'll just start with that. Um, so Oculus Rift is a VR device um, that, if you're following those kind of things, is probably the front runner in that technology. Also, it's something that you probably already know of. So it's this headset that you put on and... It's a virtual yeah, reality headset. Yeah, I did. Oh, God. So Alex uh, got Taco Bell and threw oh, me God. a Stop throwing sauce hot sauce packet. at us. It says, you made Aww. my day. Or it says, I missed you. <laughs> Put it in my ear. Anyways. Also, I did uh, make your day because I got you those Ducks tickets. That's true. Even though they lost. Accurate. So anyways, uh, Oculus Rift, is it's, the, it's a VR device. It's a VR headset. That you put it on your little head, and it does virtual reality stuff. And today was its big coming out party. Except here's the catch. I'm ready for the catch. The catch is is that they announced the price for this thing. And how much does it cost? Alex, I don't think you've looked at it, so over under, how much would you pay how much for an Oculus think, Rift? Yeah, how much do you think that thing costs? I'm not even making sure what it does. It just looks stupid. It's a uh, virtual reality headset. Headset. The Samsung one is just a hold a thing to hold your phone. phone. While while it does VR stuff. While this actually has VR. a screen and everything hooked up. It's a proprietary it. technology that Oculus created for virtual reality. It's a computer that runs on your head. Probably more than like Whoa. Wow. Well, would you believe <laughs> that Oculus announced that this over. product Yes, yes you're way over. this product is for going to retail for Five hundred and ninety-nine U.S. dollars. So here's the thing. Now that you know it's that cheap, Wait. guess you... what the internet is freaking out about? That it's too much. The internet thinks that six hundred dollars is too much for this, and let me explain why. So the run-up to this thing has been basically the question remains that Oculus has to prove to the general public that VR, virtual reality, is a thing that everybody will have access to and that everybody can enjoy. Their goal here is to try to sell this thing as a consumer electronic good, like a television, like a computer, like a video game console. They want to sell this like it's a PlayStation 4. So the general consensus, consensus on the internet today has been $600 is more than the average consumer is going to want to pay for a thing like this. They are saying that in order for it to get to the mass market, for it to be a mass market device like the PlayStation 4, you have to sell it for less than that. So this is basically keeping it to early adopters and early adopters only. I'll take it then. <laughs> so Alex will so, buy so one. Now that you know right. that it doesn't cost you four grand, it's $600. $600. What if I told you that this past Christmas, this past holiday, you could have bought a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One for the price of one Oculus Rift? What if I was to tell I you... I would have thrown out the PS4. <laughs> 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 what if 
I told you that Sony is actually later this year going to release a PlayStation VR that's going to be the same thing. Well, not really the same thing, but it's their called, version of the thing. Called Project Morpheus. Well, no, it's now just called PlayStation VR, oh, okay. by the way. They rebranded it. Oh, they they should have. Uh, but yeah, so and it will probably be che- priced cheaper than this. What if I told you that? What yep. if I was to also tell you that <laughs> this, uh, for $600, or yeah, $600, you get the VR headset, <laughs> an Oculus remote, and a new car! No. No, a new controller. And a new controller. All all VR, all Oculus Rifts come with an Xbox One controller. Isn't that great? However... Microsoft made a deal. Yes. However, in order to use all of this, you need a computer to yeah. run all your VR stuff. And, oh, by the way, the computer has to be beefy enough to run VR games or mm-hmm. programs. And, and the catch there is that that means super expensive video cards. Which means the rough estimate for a computer to actually run a VR, your Oculus Rift, will cost you about $1,500. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now compare your $1,500 to a $600. So that's the yes. thing is that that's what that's what the argument is is that Oculus had been the hope for a lot of people. Everybody was looking at this thing to be like, this is it. This is when VR goes mainstream. Oculus is the company that's going to do it, and I guess that's not necessarily right, which paves the way for another company to be that company, unless Oculus drops that price fast enough for the zeitgeist to still be there when it's affordable. It's what happened with Google Glass. Yeah. Nobody Basically, cared. The Google Glass was kept so exclusive for so long that people dropped it and forgot it was a thing. By the time it became affordable enough, nobody wanted it anymore. Right. There was enough controversy surrounding that thing about whether or not it was even going to be legal to wear them, like in your local business of choice, that people just dropped off the thing. Interest was gone. And I think VR has very potential danger of that happening to it if early buzz is not positive. And early buzz is only propagated by people having that thing and using it. And not enough people, if only the rich of the rich, you know, are using this thing, no one's going to care. Yeah. Well, it's kind of smart that it's still yeah. Yeah, but it's well, enough now where it's like... It's on its second round. You go anywhere and you see freaking Fitbits. Everybody has a Fitbit. Yeah. And I, I know that's Fitbit. slightly a different thing, yeah. but it's kind of carving out a niche for oh, people to wear Fitbit things on their arm. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, there's a new Fitbit, apparently. Well, in addition, oh, to new, in addition to new Fitbit, I'll throw this in there. I didn't put it in the news, but Microsoft, Samsung, and this company called Coin are trying to make a... Make a device that is wearable for you to pay, such as a watch right. or a ring, or something to where you don't have to take out your card every time. You can just put your hand or the device over the uh, the NCM the NCM. Just like you can do currently pay, yeah. with your phone for Apple Pay or Samsung Pay. Right, using the NFC to to pay. Yeah. Basically, do the, the NFC chips. Yeah, basically the same thing, but with chips. an article of clothing and trying to make everything accessible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so moving on, what else do we have from CES today? Oh, other devices that got released today. Devices, I love devices. Yeah, the Robin <laughs> debuted. 
Okay, explain to me what the Robin is besides Batman Psychic. Yes. The Robin is was a Kickstarter okay. about two or three years ago, which was a cloud-only smartphone. Oh, right. Got it. Basically, everything in the phone was computer with zero storage. Everything would be stored in the cloud. That does sound dangerous. Yes, it does sound dangerous. It was revealed today that in about three months, it will be, more information will come out and it will be released on, uh, I think it said Verizon and Sprint. Okay. But not AT&T. So did they announce the price for this thing? I did not see a price (laughs) for this thing. I bet it's more than 599 US dollars. There was no price because (laughs) they said that the first issue rolling out would be those who were a part of the Kickstarter who pre-ordered it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, who said, if you paid this much, you'll get a uh, phone when we first release them. That would be Mm -hmm. coming out in the next three months or so. So, I mean, besides the cloud stuff, does it do anything unique? Like, because if it's just the cloud stuff is their hook, I don't get it. Well, the cloud stuff is that, so your phone doesn't have to be so beefy, it saves more space for the battery. Sure. For the battery, for the processor. Basically, it makes your, it'll make your phone faster. Got it. Make okay. your phone last longer. Sure. And we'll have zero storage space. Got it. Everything will be connected to the cloud. Sure. And you can have Here's gigs on gigs <laughs> of cloud storage data. Okay. Here's my question then, because one, I'm not sold. I don't want that. Because that doesn't sound enough. Two, uh, my question is, is that for plans that aren't super big on data. That sounds like a data hog. It's a, it is a data hog. Because if you ever want to show somebody a picture, or if you ever want to play a song, or if you ever want to pull up a document, anything you'd want to do, you'd have to tap into your data to do it if you're not on a Wi-Fi. Right. That's why you need Sprint unlimited data, bitch. Yeah, but that's not even guaranteed these days. <laughs> yeah, because even of data, potential throttling even, and all sorts right, of fun also, stuff. Sprint is probably going out of the unlimited data yeah, soon. Like everybody else. It's just, it's a dangerous thing to play. I mean, okay, I'm one of those people that, you know, I just don't trust the cloud. And not like in an apocalyptic, like, that's going to kill us all way. I just mean that on a base level. Like, I mean, I don't think that it's a reliable source of storage. I've had bad experiences in the past trying to call things from this magical cloud. Not the band Magical Clouds. They're pretty cool. No, from the magical cloud and basically relying on this cloud because I've had yeah I've had stuff just not show up I've had the cloud being like I can't log in right now you're screwed and been totally screwed over because of it so you're no on this cloud phone I am no on the robin I guess is what I'm saying I'm not sold yeah it's kind of a tough sell initially but it's out there if you want a cloud only phone you can go get one Other stuff. Mark's a little delayed. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Netflix right now. Because Netflix was yes. the big story of the day. Well, sure. Well, well should I go I'd say this? probably in my corners of the internet, the Oculus made more of a rift. Uh, uh, but yes, uh, the Netflix stuff did get around. Netflix yes. Netflix is did get around and is getting around. Yeah, they are. To 130 new countries as of today. Yeah, they are. Including Russia, South Korea, and India. Surprise. Which are huge, huge markets. markets. So, yeah. Uh, and as of this news, 
As soon as it was announced, Netflix stock jumped up 10 points. I bet it did. It went boop, way the hell up there. Happy day for if you're an investor in Netflix, I'm sure. Yes. Because Netflix had their big press conference today. They announced new shows. They were announced... Okay, they announced 30 shows of either new stuff or recurring content uh, were Netflix originals, as well as two feature-length movies coming out right. this year. Right. So, yeah, it's getting big. I mean, I mean, I saw... I don't want to say I saw this specifically coming, but they're just getting bigger and bigger. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like every every time I look on, on the Internet, they're announcing some sort of a new deal that they've made, whether for an original series or original movie. And it's just like, man, it just keeps happening. Right. It's intense. Yes. Uh, in addition to this uh, news of spreading to the other, other countries, they will also be spreading their local content. Right. Meaning stuff specifically made for either Russian TV or the big area, which mm. is India. Which is smart. And all that Bollywood. That's uh, really smart for Netflix. Uh, yeah, all that Bollywood entertainment. Because, I mean, it's been such, an, it's such a success here. Everything they, uh, Almost every single original show they've done has really caught on. So just to repeat that strategy in other countries is brilliant. Here's how strongly it's caught on. How no, strongly has it caught on? Through other means... They have Netflix has found out that House of Cards is yeah. their number one show outside of the U.S. That's weird. Considering it is a U.S. political drama. I was gonna say that's really weird too because like, that's such a specific show. Yes. Alex thinks it's because Kevin Spacey is hot. I don't know if I can agree with this sentiment, but he is really good at that show. He's he. That he, accent's weird. His foghorn leghorn yes, accent. Yes, that accent. I want to say that accent's weird. But also, it's a southern I think accent. It, I think it's really weird it. how I think it's just really weird how into Monument Valley he was. <laughs> but that's another story. Anyways, he gloms on. Oh yeah, and he likes his PlayStation Vita a little too much. Yes, to the point where he talks about it a lot. Uh, Sony is actually a big sponsor <laughs> in that show because why. David Fincher is a yes, big sponsor on that show. I just think it's hilarious <laughs> Which how is much why he loves Sony. his PlayStation Vita. No one likes PlayStation Vita. Kevin Spacey. I have a PlayStation Vita. I know you do, but do you ever play it? Last thing I played on it was Spelunky. And that's it. No. I, actually, I like Spelunky. Spelunky's a good game. game. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> yes. We're not talking about video games yet. Yes. Anyways, Netflix. <laughs> Big deal. You had Netflix stock. Congratulations. You made out today. You made out today? Well, you may have also done that, but you also made some money. Yes, you also made some real stupid money today. Well, the who, money. I wonder who won that lottery, by the way, speaking of money. Oh, not me. I'm guessing not Mark either. Yeah. Or else we would have heard about it. Yes, he would have been all over the $500 million I'm sure lottery. he would have. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it remains to be seen if anybody won. Woohoo, next week. Also, right, at we C- okay, last last bit about CES. Yes, last thing. Uh, consumer electronics. Yeah. They can be big. They can sure. be small. They can be huge. They can be medium. They can be pretty big in terms of car size big. Okay, so tell me about this car. So... GM came out today. General Motors. General Motors. General Motors. Yes, General Motors. How are you doing? <laughs> came hey, out today. General Motors hanging out with Doctor Movie. Yes, General Motors and Doctor Movie going to <laughs> go see Doctor Pepper. They're cops. <laughs> Drinking Doctor Pepper. Anyways. Yes. Anyways, GM came out today and revealed their very own electric car. The called, electric car. Called the Chevy Volt. Not the Chevy Volt, which is a car that already exists. Yes. But the Chevy Bolt, B-O-L-T. 
Yes, not get confused. Like that Disney movie that Jenny Lewis did a song for. Bolt. Yes. (laughs) As in bolt of lightning. Yes. Not voltage of lightning. Bolt Bolt. of lightning. Yes. Chevy exclaimed in Ah! in their 20-minute press conference about the Chevy Bolt and how it will be the first consumer electronic car. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. All right. Say it. Hey, but what about Tesla? I knew you were going to say that. Tesla is a car company that exists. Tesla is a car they company. They make consumer electronic cars. Not quite. Electric cars. They I make mean. electric cars, but their price tag is still too high at roughly $100,000. Sure. You're right. Okay. So, so Elon, I'll, I'll continue on the, on the Tesla since I All right, yeah, yeah. Finish this thought, but I yes. have another question after you're so done. So Elon Musk owner and a proprietor right. of Tesla. Mr. Muskie. Mr. Um, Smell. Got word of this. Yes. He uh, he had a statement. Okay. Uh, which was really helpful. And it, I quote, commitments from traditional car maker to build electric vehicles advances. Yep. Advances Tesla's mission to accelerate the advent of sustainable transportation. There you go. We hope to see all those additional zero-emission vehicles on the road. Yes. He basically took the high road and said, thank you for getting into my game. Let's play. Well, I mean, more importantly here, I mean, Elon Musk has been tooting his horn for a while. I mean, it's the whole reason why he created Tesla in the first place, is he wanted to prove that it could be done. And it can be done. And it can be done. So, And, again, it's very important that competition exists because competition is what creates innovation in any field. The more companies that start making electric cars, the more the electric car gets finessed, the better they're going to get. So, yeah, it's nothing but a good thing here. But this is the problem, and this is the question I have for you, and I'm not sure if you can answer. Answer. So one of the things with Tesla has been that certain states, Texas being one of them, has seen it as a, such a threat to traditional car manufacturers. Oil. That they're basically, well, and also the oil companies. Let's not, let's not lie. Let's not tiptoe around that either. Um, that they've taken action to keep Tesla from selling directly to consumers in their states. And how they've done this is that they've kept Tesla from making an actual brick-and-mortar dealership in their states. So here's my question. General Motors is purporting to make exactly the same thing what, like, they want to make a Chevy-branded Tesla. They want to make uh, that car. So what's stopping those states from being like, well, you can sell your other cars, General Motors, but we won't let you sell the Bolt here. What's, what is GM going to do that? Like, do, do with that? How are they going to get around that obstacle? Or is this what eventually leads those states from like to finally giving that up and just dealing with the future i believe is the second part where gm is such a big company and such a big bully especially in congress you're right to where they will big auto yes to where big (laughs) auto companies will get into the electric game and say hey texas is isn't is doing this please make them stop and federal government will come in and say you can't do this. This prohibits competition. Mm. You need to sell all vehicles. I sure hope. Which I hope happens. Which I think is what should have happened in the first place. But Tesla's relatively a small company. 
relatively, yes. and so they just didn't have. They're also it. relatively new. Yes, coming out within the past ten yeah. years. I guess you're right. The name has pull, and I think more pull than yes that Tesla did. So if anybody's gonna get it done, it's GM. Right, and it'd be interesting to see if the other auto manufacturers get mm-hmm. on board and start creating electric vehicles. Yeah. Or yeah. The the converse option would be, hey, Tesla, or what I think GM is trying to hap- make happen is that the Volt will take a bite out of the Tesla. At least they hope. Yeah. Will be too big of a bite for Tesla to recover, and basically try and kill the electric car via Again? the electric car. Wait, so are we going to have, in 10 years, a sequel to that documentary about who killed the electric car? But who killed the electric car, too? Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Thank you. Yes. Yes. The, it'll uh, be that's the depressing. Se- that's a depressing thought. If the Chevy Volt... You saying it's an inside job? Well, if the Chevy... Okay, we, we have a question from the audience. We have a, we have a question. Question? So, question. They're not because those are hybrids. Yes. The Leaf is not a hybrid, but Nissan's a pretty big company. Right. I think, plus the Leaf is a small uh, transportation vehicle where it can only go 45 miles yeah. before it needs a charge. It's designed differently. Chevy right. is basically saying that this thing can do more. Yeah. Yes, the, the, yes the, adva- the advance in the in the Chevy Bolt and the Tesla is that both are designed for long-distance travel, yeah. basically over 300 miles. So if you're trying to go from... Uh, from LA to Vegas, you can do that on a single charge. Is what they're trying to basically promote. That's that's not out yet. They're oh, they have not revealed if they're using that. Yes. Yes. That's Tesla's. I think Tesla uh, has their keynote speak tomorrow. Oh. So yes, Tesla's yet to come out. I have not seen anything about the new Tesla battery. So we will talk about that next time. But we're not ending the episode yet. Yes. But yes, next time time we'll go more into the Tesla battery. We have a Tesla cliffhanger for you guys. Yes. And see if they were able to – I think the rumor was trying to get a longer charge on a smaller battery. Cool. That's great. Nothing but good. Yes. Nothing but good coming from electric cars. And, Which is the future. And from CES. So we will have more about CES next week, I'm sure, uh, rounding out the rest of the state, the rest of the week. But it, I'm sure there will be more stuff coming out of it. Yeah, it's consumer stuff. We, yeah, we like consumer stuff. stuff. TVs and crap. Yep. Anyways, next up, what are we moving on to? We're going to talk about some music. Or we're going to talk about, more specifically, a music festival, arguably the biggest in the indie scene. It's Stagecoach. Uh, no, it's not Stagecoach. No. Stagecoach is the country version of Coachella, which is what we're going to be talking about. So Coachella, that's that 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 music festival here in Indio, California, that uh, maybe the people that you don't want to talk to go to. They spend 300 to $400 on tickets to go basically live in a desert for three days to listen to maybe a handful of bands that they like and a bunch of bands they've either never heard of or just just don't care for it's fun (laughs) it was fun but it was small yeah but do you know who made it big well a lot of people yes but there was one person in particular okay uh about four years ago 
they have Sir Paul McCartney oh, right. come right. out. Paul McCartney headline. Yes, Paul McCartney was the headliner about four years ago at Coachella. And since they were able to get Paul McCartney, ever since then, they've been expanding the festival right. from two days to three days and getting bigger names, including Tupac. So, yeah, so since then, the running joke has been is that so the way that Coachella does their announcement of who's going to be is by a poster. And the funny thing about this poster is that they try to basically rank, not necessarily rank, but the way they present their artists is from what they deem to be the biggest names down to the smallest names. The big name, the biggest name on each day, there are two weekends that this happens, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday on each. And each of them have a biggest name that usually is referred to as the headliner for that day. So then it goes down from there and lists the rest of the bands playing that day as they get smaller and smaller and smaller in both what they say scope and literally the font gets smaller. So the joke is that the smaller the names are, nobody knows who they are. So I purport a game. I'm going, we're going to read each name on this list, okay, and we're gonna see if both of us know it, one of us know it, or neither of us know them. And you just have to have heard of them. You don't have to necessarily have heard a song by them. Okay. So we're gonna start. So this is so the, Friday's Friday lineup is starts off with the headliner LC. Do you want to go with the headliner? Or start yes. At the bottom? Start at the top. Okay. Starting from the top. LCD Sound System. I have heard of them. I have never heard of them. <laughs> Awesome. So you have not heard of one of the headliners of Coachella? I probably not by name. I've probably heard one of their songs. I probably right. know one of their songs. Okay. I do not know them by name. By band so name. LCD Sound System, I mentioned them briefly last week. We're not gonna do this for each one. Yeah. But I'm just gonna talk about them because they're a headliner. Yeah. So they're a uh, a dance pop electronic outfit uh, led by lead uh, artist. He's also the singer, but I want to say he's also the creative force behind the band, James Murphy. Uh, he's been around. He also runs uh, DFA Records, which is a uh, dance dance pop label that's been around for a while. Uh, but anyways, this is his project that disappeared for a few years. They actually had their last show, I believe, in 2010 or 2011. Um, and they made a big deal about breaking up. Uh, and so to have them reunite, not only for Coachella, but now they're saying they're going to tour and record a new album this year. Yes. So that came out of nowhere, and it's a big deal to a lot of people. Uh, but anyways, let's continue this game. Okay. Uh, Ellie Goulding. We have both heard of Ellie Goulding. Yes. Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan, and yes, I've heard of Sufjan Stevens. Uh, I have pronounced his name incorrectly. So Formerly known as Cat Stevens. Oh. Yes. Okay, I've heard of Cat Stevens. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I know <laughs> All right. Jack U. Yes, because that's Skrillex and Diplos duo name yes it's jack you which means they done that justin bieber song this year yes jack justin bieber might be at coachella no (laughs) i doubt it he might be hologram justin bieber not 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 like (laughs) performing but like just there in the crowd yes maybe all right Uh, yes keep going uh m83 yes yes i have heard of him okay underworld yes no i've heard of the movie (laughs) it's not the movie yes the kills yes yes Folds. Yes, they had a song in Life is Strange. Yes, I have heard of Folds. <laughs> By the way, fun fact. Yes. <laughs> uh, of Monsters and Men. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. G Easy. Yes, he's a rapper. Purity Ring. Yes. Ray Shrimmer. I'm guessing you've dropped off completely. Yes, I've. Yes. Dropped off. 
uh, Bulbeak. Yes, because it's also Bulbeat. a Pokemon. <laughs> Maybe that's why I've heard of it. Because <laughs> we had a discussion about Bulbeak. Yes. Because I think it's hilarious. To, okay. Maybe that's why I've heard of Bulbeak, <laughs> yeah. but not the band Bulbeak. Because I obviously knew about the Pokemon first. The band actually predates the Pokemon, fun fact. <laughs> but if you Google image search Bulbeak, you'll get both pictures of the Pokemon Bulbeak and pictures of the band Bulbeak. Right. It's entertaining. Moving on. Too many DJs. I have heard of, I have heard of too many DJs. I have seen too many DJs. <laughs> Lord Huron. I've heard of Lord Huron. Saint Germain. No, I have not heard of them. Savages. I have heard of savages. I believe I've heard of savages. They're barely even human. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> no, I'm not pretty sure I've heard of the band Savages. <laughs> okay, just making sure. The Last Shadow Puppets. I have not heard of them. Joey, bada, dollar sign, dollar sign. Uh, Joey Badass, and he is a rapper. Okay. <laughs> DJ Mustard. Yes, he's the one that produced that a bunch of songs last year. I probably have heard of this stuff. You, but you have heard songs he's done, but you probably just didn't know his name. Yeah, most likely. Burns. That's Borns. Borns. With uh, a cross through the O, which is, there's a name for I that. I Icelandic, symbol. right? Yeah, there's a name for that symbol. I have heard of them. They just put out a uh, song on Rock Band. Oh. There, okay. th there's a Borns song that was DLC a few weeks ago. Oh, okay, cool. It's, but other than that, I haven't, I haven't heard anything from them. All right. Christine and the Queens. I have heard of Christine and the Queens. Snake Ships. I have not heard of Snake Ships, so that's a great name. Robert DeLong. I have not heard of Robert DeLong. Bob Moses. I have not heard of Bob Moses. Ibe. I don't know who that is either. Marco Carolla. No. Karov Stellar. No. Black Coffee. No. Years and Years. No. Nicole Modiber and no. Skin. No. Lido. No. Health. Yes. You have heard of Health? Yes. Shocker. <laughs> Mavis Staples. Yes. I believe I've heard that name. Yes. Have I heard that name before? Yes, you have. Okay. How do I know that name? I don't know, but you have. Okay. Sasha. No. Gold Room. No. Carla Morrison. No. Nick Fantiuli. And. Or no. No. Never mind. No. The Front Bottoms. No. But that's a great name. Skepta. Uh, yes. I don't remember, but I've heard that name. Sam Felt. No. Lemaitre. No. Louis the Child. No. Or Louis the Child. No. Francis. No. George Fitzgerald. No. DJEZ. No. Gallant. No. Halos. No. Lapsley. No. Miami Horror. No. SG Lewis. No. Sheer Mag. Yes. Somebody on my Twitter was talking about Sheer Mag. Bless you. <laughs> Mogwana Star. No. Nina Las Vegas. No. Nora L. Pure. No. And rounding out Friday, <laughs> Masha. No. All right, th th we're going to go a little faster on the yes. day two and three. I didn't realize this is going to take long. All right. Well, because <laughs> everybody wants to see how many bands you know. Right. This is basically – I thought this was going to be a lot more fun, but you don't know these bands. Yes. So. Okay, day two I'm actually excited for because this would be the only day I would go because there's actually quite a lot of bands on here that I actually like. Yes. Starting off with your favorite band, Guns N' Roses. God, no. But, yes, I have heard of them. Yes. <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Your screen the, just the, turned off. The renewal of Slash yes, and Alex and, Rose. And Axel. Alex. Alex. Alex it's Axel. Renaming Axel Rose now? Yes. His name is Alex and he shall like it. His name is not Alex. Keep going. <laughs> All right. He did. It's Alex now. It's not Alex. It's Axel. Keep going. 
Yes. And he, straight out of Compton is? It's Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yes, we've heard of Ice Cube. Ice Cube will be performing on Saturday at Coachella. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> yes, it's a, th- a threequel to it's, Are We I, There Yet? It's Am I Done Yet? <laughs> am I Done Yet? <laughs> All right. No, Am I Paid Yet? <laughs> am I Paid Yet? All right, All right, keep going. Disclosure. Yes. Yes. We've, Zed. Yes, we've yes. both heard of Zed. ASAP Rocky. Yes, we've heard of ASAP yes. Rocky. Churches. Yes. 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 Halsey. Awesome. Yes. No. But, yeah. I mean, yes, I've heard of her, but no. Yes. <laughs> Still no. James Bay. No. Yes. I DK who that is. Who is James Bay? You tell me. Oh. Does he have a single? Uh, yes. Does he's he he's a, a slow love song. I Okay, sure. I'll take your word for it. I don't know who that is. Grimes. Yes. I've heard Grimes. Who's awesome. Courtney Barnett. Yes, who is awesome. Run the Jewels. Yes, who are awesome. Okay, I'm going from zeros here. <laughs> the Arcs. No, I don't know who that is. R.L. Grimes. I have heard of them, but I don't know. If, like, I haven't heard, heard of them. Gary Clark Jr. Yes, because heard, there's that freaking song on Rock Band. Yes, <laughs> I've heard of him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Silver Sun Pickups. Yes. Yes. They're okay. Lush. Yes, who just reunited and put out a new album yep. this year. Zoo. I don't know what that is. Z-H-U. Zoo. I don't know if it's Z-H-U or I know it is. It's Zoo. <laughs> yes, but have you heard the song by them? No. Okay. Keep going. Deer Hunter. Yes, I love Deer Hunter. Yes. Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Yes, my ex really liked them. Yes. <laughs> Rye Bat. I think those no, are Rye. two bats. Rye. Rye. No, I've and not heard bat, of Rye. Bat for Lashes. Yes, I have heard of Bat for Lashes. Nope. The Damned. No. Vince Staples. Yes, he's a rapper. Takami. No. Chami. Mm-hmm. Nina Kravis. No. no. Is there anyone else on this list that you do know? Uh, keep going. Maybe you'll be surprised. How about you just list them? No. All right. <laughs> Snails. It's not the game. Snails. No. Rufus Dussault. No. Lost Frequencies. No. Chronics. No. <laughs> Bannock. No. Justin Martin. No. Uh, Luna George. Yes. That's a person? That's a, yeah. It, I think it's multiple people. Monolith Tough. No. <laughs> Tough name. Shamir. Yes. DJ Cozy. No. Bad Bad Not Good. No, but that's a great name. Moon Taxi. Also great, a great name, also but great no. Name. Zza! <laughs> I don't know if that's Zza or if that's the SZA, like the RZA. Uh, I don't know. It's T. It's S. Is it a number that might be a member of the Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> I don't know. X Hex. Yes, I have an X Hex album. Mr. Cormac. <laughs> no. Sophie. Yes. Contejo. No. Um, always. Always. Yes. And the two V's are pronounced like a W. Always. Always. Zeladay. Uh, my third favorite album of uh, 2014. Zeladay? No. I don't oh. know what that is. Dubfire. No. Matthew Deere. Yes. DMAs. I believe Matthew Deere also has a song on the Life is Strange soundtrack. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> Matoma. No. Algiers. No. Probably my favorite name on here. Go Go Penguin. No, but that's a great name. <laughs> the Black Madonna. No, also a great name. Close. No. Stranger You Know. I don't know. <laughs> A Mind Edge and no. Dance. No. Phases. No. And Ending Saturdays, The Dead Ships. No. All right. Day three. All right. Day three. Sunday. Our headliner is the one and only DJ Calvin Harris. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yes, you have, you heard, have of heard of him. He is Calvin everywhere. Harris. I've been to his concerts yes. in Vegas. Keep going. <laughs> uh, yes, he had a really great uh, show sure. about the pool. <laughs> Next up, Sia. Yes. 
but she has not seen us. <laughs> <laughs> Major Laser. Yes. He has Blo- a show on Adult Swim. Yeah. <laughs> Bloom. No. Not- which is weird because that that name is really big and I have no idea what that is. I don't know who that is either. Beach House. Beach House is awesome, yes. Okay. The nineteen seventy five. Yes. I believe I've heard suck, of them. But yes. I believe I've heard of them. Rancid. Yes. Yes. Mike's No. Yes. Okay, I don't know. He's big, okay. but I don't know. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zer- Magnetic Zero- Zeros. Magnetic yes. Zeros. Yes. The Able to Correctly Rebuild. Matt and Kim. Yes. Yes. That Matt is also named Matt Johnson. It's it's lame. I'm the only Matt Johnson. So if I Google you Matt know Johnson, that's not true. So if I Google Matt Johnson, I get Matt and Kim Matt Johnson. Uh, not necessarily. Actually, the uh, the most common result you'll actually get is the lead singer of the band The The. Yes. The The. T H E T H E. Who was named Matthew Johnson? Uh, all right. Uh, Chris <laughs> Stapleton. Yes. I believe I've heard of him. Cold War Kids. Yes. Yes. Death Grips. Yes. The Chainsmokers. Yes. Yes. They have that selfie song. And that Kanye song. Maceo Flex. No. Bauer. No. Yes, you have heard of Bauer. Have I? Yes. Who is Bauer? Bauer, okay. Remember that huge craze of um, the Harlem Shake? Is that Bauer? That is Bauer. Okay, got it. Harlem Shake, dude. Harlem Shake is Bauer. Keep going. Kishmir. No. Nathaniel Ratliss and the Night Sweats. No. Yes. That's a great name. Yes. You have oh, heard of this? That's that band. That's that son it's of a, a bitch song. song. You like. Yes, okay. the son of a bitch that's song that song is you Nathaniel like. Ratliss right, and the Night Sweats. I have heard of them. Yes. Okay, keep going. Adam Bayer. No. And Ida and Ida Engberg. No. Wolf Alice. Yes. Peter Yorn. No. Is that not Peter York? The No. Radio? <laughs> no. I don't no. No. You're thinking of Tom York. Tom York, that's right. <laughs> no. Okay. Mud Hudson Mohawk. Yes. Kamasi Washington. Yes. Claptone. No. Toki Monsta. No, but that's a great name. Melody Echo Chamber. Yes, Melody's Echo Chamber is awesome. Auto Lux. No. John Digweed. No, that's a great name though. Thomas Jack. No. Anderson. No. Pac. I know who that is because he did a bunch of uh, 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 to guess verses on that Dr. Dre album this year. So Dr. Dre. No. no. <laughs> Massage thing. That's a great name, but no. Deaf Heaven. Yes. Epic High. No. Ten Snake. No. Alyssa Cara. No. Crystal Fighters. No, but that's a great name. The Vandals. No. Joy Wave. No. Prayers. No. Young Fathers. No. That's awesome. Young Fathers. <laughs> Young <good>. Fathers. <laughs> the Heavy. No. Tashi. No. Meg Myers. No. Soul Clap. No. Cassie. No. Deluxe. No. Girlpool? Yes. I love Girlpool. Is that a Deadpool <laughs> no. off, knockoff? No, it's like a whirlpool, but with a girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> or two fur, girls. Fur Coat? No. And A.C. Slater? No, but that's great. <laughs> I believe I have heard A.C. Slater. Well, yes, the character from Saved by the Bell. Yes. Right? Not... Yes, that's why it sounds familiar. But no, not no, the band then. Not the band slash person. Oh, yes. So A.C. Slater. But yes. The band, not the person, will be performing. So there you Coachella. go. Uh, so percentage-wise... I know a bigger percentage than you do. No shocker there. No shocker there. But I do headliners and a couple unders, but it's really interesting to I me how they do the names because Girlpool is very small on day three, but I think that I I feel like a lot of people know who Girlpool is. In fact, the uh, the the person I was just recently um, talking to uh, had gone to a Girlpool show, so. I can name two people who know who Girlpool are. So I you know. and yourself. Me, 
myself in one of the versions. Okay. Anyway, so, so Coachella. Yeah, yeah, I thought that'd be a fun game, not to show our ignorance, but mostly to say, like, the way that they do the names is dumb. I think that they should just list everybody in the same but, size because it's ridiculous. Well, they do. They list everyone in the same size after the big names. Yeah, but it's just not really. No, they just they do get smaller. Slightly. Slightly. But yes, I mean, so Coachella, would you want to go if you could so, afford it? So here's the thing: is that there are maybe five or six bands that I like playing on day two. But even five or six bands is not worth the price tag of even one day ticket for that place. Also, it's in the middle of nowhere. Also, it's a huge drive from where we live. And it's just it's just out of the way enough and expensive enough where it's just there are other venues and there are other opportunities to see these bands play, just not all at once. Burger Go-Go? Yeah, stuff like that. Smaller events, local events. Even Los Angeles is easier to drive to than anywhere. So I could see the same bands in more intimate shows in more in like smaller locations without having to deal with a bunch of people on drugs. So it's just better to not go. Okay. So overall, I, I will tell you, you don't like it. Bless you. My rule basically is that my one thing that has to happen for me to go to Coachella is if Sonic Youth reunites. So you're which is never ever gonna happen. They are never, ever, ever. They're never, ever getting back getting together. Getting back together. Um, okay. So yeah. So let's move on uh, right. to uh, to uh, video, games. video games, which shouldn't take too long. We didn't play that much. No, we just we're, we have a big review of Life is Strange. But uh, but first, I'm gonna yeah. give two shout outs real quick. First to AGDQ, which is awesome games done, done quick. quick, which is happening this week. If you're not familiar with what it is, it's a uh, a a, hmm, a charity event. It's yes, it's a charity event where these where these uh, players who do speed runs on all your favorite video games, ranging from Mario to Crash Bandicoot to Mega Man to Kingdom Hearts to Halo to Mario. They did a Mario Maker today. Right, it was yeah. great. They do a block of Donkey Kong so earlier it's a, today. It's a way for the speedrun community to basically, one, show off, and two, make money for charity. So it's yes. a good thing uh, all I think around. this charity, uh, they do two, two different charities. They do this twice a year. Yeah. Once in January and again and in, in, the ju- summer. in the summer. Uh, this charity goes towards uh, killing cancer. Yeah, cancer. Uh, it's some sort of cancer relief. Yes, cancer relief fund. Fund um, thing. I don't know. Well, we're not trying to relieve cancer. We're trying to relieve but everyone from of cancer. cancer. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, we've been watching a lot of that, um, or a little bit of that. I have been watching it. It is yeah. amazing. Some of these cheats these guys do is yeah, we watched crazy. Them, uh, we watched them play um, a three-way Super Mario 64 race, which was a lot of fun because I played a lot of Super Mario 64, but those guys know that game inside and out, and it was really fun to watch. Cool. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so, so games that got announced this week that I yes. am particularly excited yeah, about. something that's dear to your heart. This it actually is, came out earlier today. Uh, uh, oh, yes. Yes, it did come out earlier today. But it will actually be released the on... Mm. Yes, the announcement <laughs> of Rick <laughs> and Morty video game. Well, that's not what it's called. No. It's called Pocket Mortys. It's called Pocket Mortys. And there's a reason for that. Because it is a take on Pocket Monsters. It's basically Pokemon. It's Pokemon. It's a mobile game. Uh, it will be free at first, I believe. Free yes. to start. It's free on January 14th, which is next week. Really, one week from now, yeah. 
I'll be downloading it. It appears to be a Pokemon clone, except all the Pokemon are are replaced with Mortys, which is based loosely on an episode from season one, right? Where they find out that there are a bunch of Mortys. Like, that is, he's not the only Morty, and there are Mortys in alternate universes. Yes. That basically are varied in many way, distinct yes. ways. The way I've seen this, the, from what I've seen of this game, it is basically everyone in the universe has a Morty, and you being uh, Uncle Grandpa Rick. <laughs> well, in, in the canon, in the you canon. are the one true Morty, right? Yes. That the, 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 the Morty in the television show, the lead character. Yes, and you go around and beat up other Mortys. <laughs> Somehow better. I'm not really sure why. The, yes. show does, the show doesn't really do a very good job of explaining why. Oh, 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 okay, season two. I have not seen season two. So yes, I, I see. Yeah, season two is not on Hulu yet. I have watched it via um, the Adult Swim app, but yes, I will get into Rick and Morty once again in this app, and I will be uh, more into it um, once season three comes around. But that won't be, unfortunately, until twenty seventeen when season three comes. Yeah, right. It's gonna be a while. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sucks. I gotta wait a whole year and a half for season three. But hopefully season two will come out and we can... When that comes out, we'll binge watch that and get into Right, it. yeah. Anyways, so that got announced. That's something to look forward to. Yes, if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, look out for Pocket Mortys coming out next week. Yep. So, uh, last thing uh, Last thing uh, we're going to talk about is... So, we played a game this week. And you, man, you did played, we play a game well, this week. Well, you played a game. I I'm watched saying you play we it. because... Um, I feel like you helped in a lot of ways. I was there for it. <laughs> so, and there for you. So, so okay, so we played Life is Strange, which, if you're not familiar with it, is an episodic adventure game in the adventure game uh, tradition of Telltale's adventure game. And I say that because Telltale's games are basically a reinterpretation of what adventure games used to be on the PC. Uh, if you played anything by... LucasArts in the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. This was like uh, Maniac Mansion, uh, Day of the Tentacle, uh, uh, Grim Fandango, uh, that. The Seven Max the games. The Seven Max games are a good example of this. So Telltale started doing their own kind of version of this, uh, most famously their version of The Walking Dead, uh, season yes. one of which is a lot of people's favorite of this kind of game. Um, so this but, is uh, by uh, the developer Don't Nod, who had previously done uh, Remember Me, which was kind of a critical darling but didn't sell that well uh, game that relied on, get this, a time mechanic. So they tried the same thing with this one, except that this time mechanic is done in a more realistic, well, it takes place in a more realistic setting, but right. still using kind of time in it to manipulate the gameplay. So the premise here is that you play as Max Caulfield, who is a young photo student who has... Female. Female photo student. Yes. Okay, Max. Fine. Max is a... Uh, I feel like we did that on Max purpose. Is Max an is an androgynous yes, name. Yes, it is. But yes, but I feel like I have to specify. Anyways, so she has been... Uh, she has been... Tra she's transferred into a academy, an art academy, uh, that she is... Um, learning photography because she one wanted to um and two because it's a it's great a famous art school it's just like it's there's a prestige to it it's the also only, a great plot point yeah also the, the only thing is is that the place where it takes place is her hometown of arcadia bay and it's kind of a shady place there's a lot of shady characters going on 
stuff's going down behind the scenes. Timber. And um, her best friend from Arcadia Bay is a girl named Chloe, um, who she is actually not talking talked to in five years because there was a time where she moved to uh, Seattle with her family and and were, was completely off the grid to Chloe. So she has come back to Arcadia Bay to go to this famous school, and she gets the opportunity to reconnect with Chloe only after something nearly catastrophic happens. During this event, she finds out that she can manipulate time by rewinding it in short spurts. Later, she finds out that it may not be the extent of her powers, but I don't want to go into that as well. Uh, but basically, the story, it, the story is her trying to figure out Re- one, reconnect her friendship with Chloe, and two, find out the details of a mystery involving a girl who has gone missing from the from the school. Rachel. A, Rachel Amber, a very popular, well-known girl who has, turns out, connections with a lot of, lot of the students at the school. So it's a choose, like, it's basically a decision-based adventure game, like the Telltale game. So there'll be times where a character asks you to do something and you have to decide one or two one of two things typically um that will affect the future of the game and that's not only the future of that episode but episodes to come by whatever decision you make so depending on yeah depending on the choices you make things will be very very different later in the later in the game yes there's also um different mini missions that Depending on what your choice is, yeah, you can either do the good thing, the right thing, or completely ignore it, and those will actually have repercussions, yeah, in their own uh, story arcs down the road, down the road as well. So the neat thing about how where the time rewinding actually comes in play is not only as a plot device, which it does use it several times as a plot device, but it also comes in in actual gameplay use. Uh, so imagine if you just made a uh, decision. But it's a decision that you're not too happy with. Maybe a character said got really mad at you after the end of a decision, and you're like, "Man, I wish I could redo that." Well, unlike most of these adventure games, you don't have to just reload a save to do that. The game actually lets you do that in the mechanics. And the nice thing about it is it actually sometimes adds options for you to ask the character after you've rewound. So, say, okay, crap, I wasn't supposed to tell that character something. Now they're pissed. Rewind. Now you have an option to tell the character, hey, this thing you just told me, I can use against you and get the best possible outcome by using the thing you just said. And so the game kind of messes with that, but also in more physical ways with physical puzzles. There'll be, say, a tree that's about to fall on you in the wilderness. You can actually rewind time, move yourself while you're re- like while, before you rewind to get closer beyond that tree, to move beyond that tree before it falls on you. So it's both implemented in the like decision-making and also implemented in the actual physical puzzle solving. It's a real cool trick, and it's, it's pretty innovative for the genre, I think. Well, it's, it's, a, really, it's a really well done game. Yeah. Uh, from the watercolor aspect of the, the, the photos, yeah, the, but the art, design. the textures, the design. It's, it's really immersive, and you get really into the characters. Yeah. It, most of all, I mean, yes, the rewinding mechanic is cool, but the major thing here is the story, and it's really it's really well written. A lot of the twists are really well done. You don't see a lot of it coming. There is some of the stuff that they do cut telegraph. It's not perfect, obviously. Some of the stuff um, it does a pretty good job of walking a line between science fiction and reality, 
um, and what it does with the reality stuff is a lot more convincing, I think. Um, but yeah, you do get invested in the characters enough so where the decisions in the end game are very, very tied to how into the characters you get, especially the relationship between Max and Chloe, which is really, really well done, really realistic portrait of how two teenage girls would have developed a friendship and try to reconnect a friendship after an absence. It's a pretty well done game. Um, I'd say some of the episodes are better than others. Some of the episodes drag on a little longer than they should. Uh, but ultimately, it's a thing that I think that you should try um, the first episode and see if you like it. I believe there's a demo on the PS4 version, okay. which I didn't know uh, beforehand. But if you want to try it out, you can try out the demo and see if it, the style is something you like. But I do recommend, if you do start it, I, I do recommend playing through the entire thing. Because the arc through all the characters is important enough to see through. And I think stopping early might like undercut some of the characters. Right, and it's only five episodes long. Right. It's not that big of an investment. I'd say the, uh, the episodes are anywhere from two to three hours each. Yeah. So you're talking about a... And uh, all episodes are currently up, available. Yeah. You can play through the whole game in one sitting. So you're talking about about a 15-hour about a experience overall, give or take, depending on how long you take. There are some trial and error elements in the last episode that I wasn't super fan of uh, that did kind of extend my playthrough longer than I wanted it to. There's also a lot of stuff to explore throughout, yeah. not only the school, but Arcadia Bay. Yes. It's, People uh, you can talk to and interact with. One of the things I really appreciated that it did, does that a lot of adventure games, especially Telltales, don't do is, like, there's a lot of world building um, where there's a lot of, it takes a lot of cues from um, a more modern uh, approach to the adventure genre, um, kind of what has been uh, snarkily referred to on the internet as the walking simulator. If you've played Gone Home, you know what I'm talking about here. And it takes a lot of cues from that by, like, everything in the environment, almost everything you can look at and really, like, read. You can read people's notes. You can look through people's, like, books and their closets. And, like, there's a lot of real cool world-building and character-building stuff that they've put and hid in people's stuff. Right, and by looking through all this stuff, you are actually able to unlock more options when you talk to people. Like, if you look at different books or CDs... Or, like, you go into a dorm room and, like, you look at what the person has. You can interact with the, with that uh, roommate and basically either connect with them to build a friendship. Mm -hmm. And that will actually help you later on down the game. Yeah. There's but also those I'll options aren't unlocked yeah. unless you know what you're talking about. And, of course, the coolest thing, of course, is the, they do uh, the thing that also the Telltale games do as well. Right at the end of each chapter, it tells you the percentage of which people uh, who played the game made the decisions. So you can basically size up your decision-making against everybody else's decision-making and see whether you're a terrible person or not, which is kind of fun. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so, that's a really cool game. I recommend it. Uh, overall, out of five stars? We're not doing scores. Screw scores. Screw scores? No, screw scores. Screw scores. We, we just decided opinions. the meaty boat doesn't score things. Screw scores. We have opinions. Because also you didn't score with concussion earlier either, so well, we're not scoring anything. So if you're a doctor, you'll like concussion. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, if you're not a doctor and you like good stories and video games, I recommend Life is Strange. So I like time travel. Will I like this? Oh, also, but uh, I should say that if you've gone through... Um, Let's say uh, I would recommend maybe uh, heads up to if you've had um, any history of abuse, uh, that maybe there could certain things in this game that could be triggering. So just heads up 
Yeah, there was after the end of the episode, one of the episodes, a warning or yeah, well, uh, the 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 yeah, uh, part of the ticker in the menu actually says that there's a there that if you have any issues with some of the content in the game, that there's support stuff on their website, which is actually very nice of them to do. Yeah, they're they're kind of looking out for us. Yeah, so but also I just wanted to give us. a heads up just in case because it is very emotional and and it goes places. Uh, so if you're if you're ready to see whatever it has, then yeah, go for it. But if you may be a little more sensitive to certain things, I uh, go in with that in mind. Anyways, so but overall, it's a yeah. good game. Go in open-minded. Yeah, you'll have, you'll enjoy the story. You'll enjoy the characters. Just know it gets dramatic and it uses that M rating. Oh yeah, it's M rated. Of course it is. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> that game. That game earns it. It's like we learned our fucking explicit warning. Exactly. So, all right. So, I'd say we covered a bunch. Yep. Okay. So, we covered everything. We went through movies. Yeah. Star Wars. Top grossing. Yeah. It's now got to catch uh, Avatar to the 2.6 billion yeah. worldwide. Got to catch them all. Those dollars. Yep. Concussion. Those Mortys. Concussion was good. Doctor Wise. Yep. Go see it. Okay. TVs. Yep. American Idol final season. Yep. Blood City's back. Yep, Brooklyn Nine's Renewed back for two more. Brooklyn Nine Nine's on Tuesdays. Don't get confused. Yep, CES, Netflix, Netflix scored big today. Yep, more openings. Hundred thirty countries. Yep. Don't buy an Oculus Rift yet. Yep, or a Chevy <laughs> Bolt. You or Chevy Bolt yet? I, I'm 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 always biased towards Tesla. <laughs> my dream car is a Tesla. Sure. Uh, Whose so isn't? I, mine. So I'm going with the Tesla. Coachella <laughs> announced. Don't We're not go. going. Don't, Don't go. go. Save your money. Yep. Save your money. Buy. Yep. Support artists by buying their albums. Go watch Amazing Games Done Quick this yep. week. Yep. It's only available this week. Support uh, support uh, cancer uh, cancer victims. Uh, help cure cancer. Yes, cure cancer. And get watch cool games get beaten real fast. Yes, watch your childhood get destroyed in that minutes. That too. Literally minutes. <laughs> yep. I heard somebody beat Donkey Kong Country in 30 minutes today. Yes. So that happened. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so yeah, um, so let's wrap it up. Yep. Let's, uh, s- uh, if you want to follow our media, uh, we're going to get that rolling soon at some point, I think. Yes, uh, we have the Twitter up. Twitter yeah. is at, uh, at Media Boatcast. Yep. Uh, our Facebook page is Media Boat Podcast. Just pop that in search on Facebook. Yep. Uh, our individual Twitters, I'm at Cracker Drill, Q-U-A-C-K-E-R-D-R-I-L-L. I am not two, N-A-U-G-H-T, the number two. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to DM us on Twitter or talk about it on uh, 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 our social media uh, pages. So catch us on the flip side. We'll be back next time. Yeah, we'll try and do this uh, weekly. On the choppy waters of a media. Boat.